You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. You know, it's not just Seattle, Berkeley, New York, and other blue American cities. This insanity that we see around us has spread to cities around the world. In Liverpool, England, protesters vandalized street signs for Penny Lane. The vandals blacked out the famous street name and spray-painted Racist Lane, all because of unproven speculation that the street was named for James Penny, an 18th-century slave merchant. Steve Rotherham, mayor of Liverpool, says that there isn't one shred of evidence that the street was named for the slave trader. That doesn't matter. The mob has ruled. So I guess that we can expect that next, these history-erasing race warriors will come after the Beatles for daring to write an iconic song about their childhood memories of life in Liverpool. It was called Penny Lane. Paul George, uh, John Ringo, anybody who collaborated with him probably will be denounced for writing a song about a street that maybe, possibly, might have been named for somebody in a slave trade 300 years ago. You know, these these crazed leftists don't give a rat's rear end about evidence or history or anything else. The UK protest mobs are also demanding that statues of Winston Churchill and even Mahatma Gandhi come down. Nothing and nobody is immune from the blind rage of the mob. These leftists, they're beyond nuts. They're truly flirting with insanity. Do not let them suck you into it, folks. T-Mobile, 37 bucks a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month on their cell phone service by switching to Pure Talk USA. You look at a cut costs, free up cash on a monthly basis. We'll start today with Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk covers 99% of America. Their call center is all based right here in America, and the CEO is a U.S. veteran. All plans include unlimited talk and text. Start at just $20. Just choose the amount of data you need. Switch to Pure Talk today. Save 50% off your first month. Here's what you do. You dial pound 250. And then say the keyword Pure Talk. That's pound 250. Keyword Pure Talk. Pure Talk USA. Simply smarter wireless. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text from Pure Talk USA. We're working for you around the clock to keep you informed. We are KDMS home for news and talk. KPEL FM Brokerage Lafayette. Hey, now, ex-cop charged with murder goes to court today in Atlanta. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, a week after Rayshard Brooks shooting. But some other officers apparently upset have been calling out sick, and that led to this. We are not answering our one call right now to the personnel issues. That audio from Broadcastify. Atlanta police tweeted they can effectively respond to 911 calls. Fox's Evan Brown has more on the case live. Yeah, Dave, mouth-fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolfe will be in court at noon. He's charged with murder and other crimes, including assault, because the prosecutors say video shows Rolfe kicked Brooks after shooting him. Lance LaRusso is Rolfe's lawyer. My client never kicked Mr. Brooks. He could be leaning down to try to give him first aid. It could have been when he was trying to evaluate whether he needed handcuffs. Rolfe could face a death penalty. A second officer, Devin Brosnan, is charged with assault and is out on bond, Dave. 
Evan, today's Juneteenth. Some states and companies are treating it as a paid holiday commemorating the state in 1865 when the last slaves in the U.S. were finally freed in Texas. Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee told the Fox News Rundown podcast, I introduced the Juneteenth uh, National Independence Day holiday, a federal holiday. Another Confederate monument has been taken down. That was just before midnight in Decatur, Georgia, after it was removed, after a judge okayed it. Protesters in Portland, Oregon, tore down a statue of George Washington last night. A new Fox poll gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump. 63% of Biden supporters are more motivated by fear of President Trump than excited about Biden's candidacy. It is the reverse for the president by about the same numbers. 62% are more enthusiastic about him than fearful of Biden. That's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Court here today on John Bolton's book due out Tuesday. The Justice Department is trying to block it, claiming it didn't classified information. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Democrats are celebrating a second Supreme Court ruling this week. First, the one that gave gay and transgender people protections in the workplace. And then yesterday's that rejected President Trump's attempt to end the Obama-era DACA program that shielded hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought here illegally as children. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer got teary-eyed. Wow, this decision's amazing. I am so happy. These kids, their families, I feel for them. And I think all of America does. The president reacted in a series of tweets calling the rulings shotgun blasts in the face of conservatives. He also wrote, As president, I'm asking for a legal solution on DACA, not a political one consistent with the rule of law. The Supreme Court is not willing to give us one, so now we have to start this process all over again. Later, the president in a tweet wrote, I will be releasing a new list of conservative Supreme Court justice nominees, which may include some or many of those already on the list by September 1st. In Washington, John Decker, Fox News. It's now 26 states that have rising coronavirus cases. A record high 3,200 plus reported yesterday in Florida, where some bars and restaurants around Jacksonville Beach and Orlando have closed again after outbreaks. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says no one should panic from the COVID-19 surge because far more people are being tested, resulting in more confirmed infections. The governor says the average age of cases has plunged. Almost no one outside nursing 
nursing homes is dying, and there are far fewer patients in ICUs or on ventilators than two months ago. That's Fox's Rick Leventhal. The coronavirus slowed down the 2020 census, and halfway through it, the National Urban League says it is concerned about communities with concentrations of blacks and Hispanics trailing the rest of the nation in answering census questionnaires. On Wall Street, Dow futures up more than 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecasts are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today. Just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work, and 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyd's of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halperin reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing to profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. 
It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America, I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week. As an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating, will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, we're getting that all clear. No crashes, no breakdowns to worry about right now. Hey, make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly the best sleep of your life. 
Helix makes personalized mattresses to fit your unique body type and sleep preferences. Go to helixsleep.com and get up to $200 off mattress orders. Oh, Caleb is my girl. No, you're our girl. Oh. Know what I'm saying? Is that how that works? Hey, Caleb, good morning. Good morning. So, um, first of all, how you doing? How's the week? I love to ask that. You are a small business owner in our community, and, you know, a lot of times the health of your business is a good indicator of the health of the local economy. Um, but last I checked, um, you were having to limit people just based on a percentage because it was so crowded. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, this week has been rocking and rolling for us, especially with phase two moving forward. Uh, our foot traffic is on a massive incline, you know, and we're just happy to see that much of the public out and about. Mm-hmm. That's, it's good. You know, I'm happy people are supporting you. Yeah. And, you know, it because it, it just shows me that people are willing to support local businesses and and uh, that's a good thing all around. So there are several things we have on our list to talk about today. And one of them, um, the pro-Second Amendment bills that were signed into law by the governor. I think there are a lot of people surprised. Um, I'll be honest. There are a lot of people who are you know, typical, you big fans of the governor, very surprised that they went ahead and passed on through. You know, this is in a way out of character for uh, I mean, I appreciate the Second Amendment community appreciates it. Blake Niguez, who actually wrote most of these bills, he appreciates it. But our governor is also a veteran of the military. He is pro-firearm to, to a degree, maybe not as, as much as, as some are. You know, there's, there's both extremists on both sides of the fence. But with these bills that have passed, there's a lot of really uh, the quagmire of, of legislation that was there has been opened up a little bit. You know, things like in here, the municipalities can't override state law on where a firearm mm -hmm. can be carried or not. So state law used to say that you could not carry a firearm in a parade. Now, the way the state attorney general interpreted that was if you were in the parade, so if someone had, like Mardi Gras or anything else, mm -hmm. if someone had applied for a permit and you were on the float, you couldn't carry a firearm. Well, some towns and some municipalities, their ordinance said that you couldn't carry a firearm at all, even to be out there and in, in enjoying the parade as it passed by. They created a, a firearm-free zone with that. So we had there were people who were carrying a firearm illegally, but it was unbeknownst to them. Now, ignorance of the law is not, you know, doesn't uh, grandfather you in. So this now gives us an ability that have those individuals who are doing things unbeknownst to them, it, it takes care of them and it gives us other areas where we now have the benefit of the doubt and we have a clear up of the, the many overlapping layers of, of government uh, legislation. You know, I thought that was interesting because it, it was the first time it was really spelled out that, you know, it was almost like a response to the current times that we're in where we are seeing different areas decide they want to have their own rules, even though it's not state law. I mean, we've been talking about Virginia for months, and that's sort of the thing that happened there, where you had kind of on the opposite way, a governor who wanted to instruct, uh, wanted to um, you know, put in more, more strict controls. And then you had the other municipalities in some of the rural areas say, hold up, we're not doing that here. And, um, you know, I, I think it, it su surprised a lot of people. I'm reading right now a comment uh, in The Advocate 
Um, Representative Brian Fontenot, he's a Republican out of the Thibodeau area. Um, in his bill, it removed a section of state law that details who can carry a gun into a church and how to receive necessary permission. Now, if you will remember when this first thing came out, the first sort of draft of it, I mean, you had people screaming, oh my gosh, you, you're going to be able to bring them everywhere. And now it's going to be even more unsafe. And then once it was clarified that you know, the pastor or you know whoever the designated person in charge, whatever seniority level, would have to say, okay, good. Um, but then there's the question of training, because that was also required under the previous law. Correct. Yeah, you know, you had to go through an additional eight hours of training under the previous law. They removed that, and they cleared up some of the legislation. Because as things are legislated, we realize after time what works, what doesn't work, what makes things more difficult, uh, you know, what's a pitfall of it. So under the new one, you have to have the permission of the legislative body, of the of the ownership body. So if you're in a church where, let's say the congregation owns it, they have to vote on if you can carry or if not. You know, uh, the Catholic Diocese here in, in Louisiana, well, in Louisiana has said multiple times that they will not allow firearms on their premises. You know, they've gone through and done different things. Well, this gives you the authority and the ability to petition them and to deem yourself worthy. They still have to approve it but once approved, you can carry in that place of work. You're there. Very interesting. Um, there's some video that came out of New York last night, and it really did sort of lead me to the question I, I have had to myself. You know, when I'm ha in those moments of solitude, really thinking about the issues of the world, I wonder why we don't see more instances of people using fireworks that you can buy all over the place to shoot at each other. You know, I mean, we see all these things keep on happening. And guess what? Overnight in New York, apparently two rival gangs went after each other with bottle rockets and the video number one the video looks like the best star wars fight scene you've ever seen okay it's beautiful it's a beautiful fight but you know you start to look at something like this where where you do have it readily available and injuries could be done and all it is is a sanctioned firearm i mean once you really think of it you can do the harm maybe it wouldn't kill someone but it could hurt them pretty bad oh definitely you know and, and you know, it's South Louisiana. We grow up a, a little bit differently down here. So it's not hard to find a Cajun down here who's taken his fireworks and made a sparkler bomb or something else. Yeah. Uh, yep. It makes you wonder with looking at the, the two gangs going at it, you want to you want to figure out who initiated and you said, you know what, let's go buy some penny rockets and we'll shoot them at each other for a little while. Are you down for that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're luckily the, your, your hand didn't blow off. See, that would be my big concern. I mean, you have a lot less protecting your hand than you would with a modern firearm, you know, than, than this, which is just basically a cardboard tube. Um, I want to also ask you about a uh, a plant in Germany closing its doors. It was a SIG plant. Um, what does that mean to customers around the world? Um, is this company going out of business? You sent us this story from Recoil Web. You know, a bunch of people are talking about it. Um, and they basically said it was, you know, kind of an economic issue. It, the money just didn't work out. So it was Sig Sauer. And Sig is a massive company, but they have multiple divisions. Sig USA just won the U.S. military contract for the M17, M18. They're looking at doing uh, the military contract for the new belt-fed machine gun program, as well as a few others. But Sig Sauer Germany, which is the second oldest of the three branches of Sig, has now shut down. Mm. Uh, Germany, ever since World War II, has been under heavy restriction on firearms, and there was a lot of uh, 
restriction on how they operated and what they could import and export, the difficulty that we're going to see here in the United States, a lot of the classic Series 6. So, you know, Louisiana State Police used to carry the SIG Model 220. It was a 45 caliber handgun, single stack, a very, very phenomenal shooting firearm. Uh, that was German-made. A lot of the firearms that were precursors to the, the 320, which is what they've come out with now, were made in Germany. All that tooling, all the, the equipment, those the individuals who knew how to make those firearms were all in Germany. So with this shutdown, we're going to see some of the more classic firearms, but you're going to see values go up because they're going to be harder to get. And you're probably going to see a year to a year and a half gap before they're made here in the United States. Wow. Well, that's a big change, especially for uh, retailers like yourself and where they can where they can get these from. We're going to take a quick break. We're joined by Caleb Morse, the Rustic Renegade. It's Firearms Friday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the store. Uh, I, I love to make him pick an item every week. Like, tell me what you're into this week, you know, because that's how I am with things. Uh, we're going to talk more with Caleb Morse after a quick break. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. All right, the Rustic Renegade himself, Caleb Morris, joins us on this Friday morning. By the way, the sun is up, and we're going to get up into the lower 90s again today. Um, I'm digging it. However, yesterday I was doing a lot of stuff around the house, Caleb, and I went through three shirts <laughs> because I, I, you know, I'd get done with some stuff, and I'm like, all right, let's lose, let's lose the wet shirt now, okay? Put on a new shirt, and then I'd have to do other things. But you know, that's what South Louisiana is like in the summer. I, I'm, I'm proud to be here. You know, you, you forget how hot it is until you start taking three showers a day because you become so wet you can't do anything else. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, um, I appreciate, by the way, my leather recliner more than anything at this time of the year because it's in the air conditioning, it's in the cold, and it just instantly cools you down, which is awesome. Um, all right. Tell me about the store. What's going on good? What is your item pick of the week? So right now, what we've seen a big influx is our soaps, and there's a new scent from Duke Cannon out. Okay. IPA. What? Uh, I'm a fan of IPAs. Uh, uh -huh. You know, I like a good beer, and, and IPA right now is kind of my flavor. And when I we came in this week, when I smelled that bar of soap, I had a craving for a beer. So I've actually now just joined the, the shower beer club. You know, you ever had a, had a beer while you're in the okay. shower? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a shower beer guy. However, I haven't done it in years because... I'm normally on such a time limit. There's a kid waiting at the door for me to be done. So I don't have all this time to just leisurely. You know, I guess I could make time burn in the afternoons. You could. You know, anyway. So does it really smell like beer? It does. So they Ooh. have Old Milwaukee's one of their scents. <laughs> uh, another one. So they have, they have two or three different beer scented soaps. Uh -huh. IPA is their newest one. And it just like you can smell the hops in it is what I think mm. is just phenomenal. It uh, I don't know how they do it. Uh, I'm not going to taste it to find out if it tastes as good as it smells. But I tell you, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Well, you know, I I pretty much stuck on that news anchor hair uh, shampoo. That's pretty much the only <laughs> thing I use. So you can find all that and more. Hey, it's Father's Day this weekend. If yes. you haven't picked up anything, you go over to the Rustic Renegade. It's right there on I-49 on the service road uh, between Glory Switch and Pondemuton. You'll see the big sign. 
But when I tell you, walk into there, one thing I love about your store, Caleb, it's like you can't hardly get 15 feet in the store without seeing something that you have to have that's not going to break the bank. I've never left the Rustic Renegade without buying something. And so you maybe have that hard to buy for. Dad, uh, just pick up a few things. You know, maybe one thing is not, not enough for a gift, but you pick up maybe four or five things, put them together, great Father's Day gift, and they can get you taken care of. Of course, firearms. Um, we've been talking about the range. How's that coming along? We're actually re- we're doing a remodel in the back. I've had so many requests for the range. We're selling gift cards right now. It's going to reopen cool. on January 1st. Is when the range is going to be hot to trot again. And what we're going to do, I guess I can go ahead and announce it now, is for the first for the first week of July. Sorry, not January. July. I was about to. I wanted to yeah, clarify. Of, <laughs> July 1st. Yeah. So for the for the first week of July, the range is going to be free to the public to show our appreciation for all the support and everything else we've had. Uh, we just want to give back. So we're gonna we're gonna waive our range fee in the back, and we're gonna try to handle the mob that comes in because you know we expect a lot of people coming in to want yeah. want to throw and spend time together. Wow, that's awesome, Caleb. Well, yeah, good luck awesome. with it. Stop on by, uh, Caleb. Give the phone number on the website in case people want more information. So our website is therusticrenegade.com. You can find us on social media. It's all the rustic renegade. Uh, the phone number, if you want to call us, is 337-357-1168, or just come by the shop, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. All right. Thanks, Caleb. Good talking to you. To the man. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. It is 730 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Quick break here and a check of your headlines uh, going on around the country. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL96.5.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California. Saw new cases drop by more than half. From yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. Now, the other officer, Devin Brosnan, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer-involved shooting. Now, Brosnan says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful, in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosnan says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosnan spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. 
President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent in the November election. Those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50% of support compared to just Trump's 38%. The former vice president led by eight points in last month's survey. The commander-in-chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of National Security Advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. Seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. 10 more players identified through contact tracing also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her while she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre. The only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana. Mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s. Only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there. Partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. So right now, 70 degrees here at KPL. Our weather update being brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion. Give hope to a family in extreme poverty. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. 
That's the word hope to 83393. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. After Black Lives Matter protesters protested outside New Orleans Mayor's Latoya Cantrell's home, she wrote a letter to them saying, we cannot be about storming angrily into a residential neighborhood, leaving my daughter feeling terrorized. And yet, whether it was Mayor Jacob Fry in Minneapolis who let his city burn, or former New York Mayor David Dinkins who held the police back in order to let protesters blow off a little little steam. You know, it becomes entirely different when these elected officials get steamed. And it wasn't two weeks ago that Mayor Cantrell said, we want you to be heard. But now she says, not on my street. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Park. On News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double checking your traffic. Well, the news is good. No crashes, no breakdowns. Hey, we'll take it. You guys be careful out there, please. Traffic brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Find out more today at positivecoach.org. Right, it is 741 now at News Talk 96.5. KPL, the sun is shining, but there are still some folks going through some hard times oh my goodness. here in Acadiana, statewide as well. Elsa Dimitriadis from United Way joins us on the phone. Good morning to you. Thanks again for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So we saw the results of this survey um, where United Way had really reached out to say, you know, what is, you know, what is that one point that you're having trouble with, you know, Obviously, financial issues are huge. You know, folks are worried about bills, especially bills for housing. So that's, you know, your rent and your mortgages across the state. And United Way is really trying to tailor the relief efforts that you guys have, you know, going on to make sure you are serving those needs. And maybe there are some things that aren't so needed right now. So let's talk a little about this survey and some of the findings. Yeah, so we had an 83% completion rate in Louisiana, so we're really excited about having information that we can really rely on. But what we learned is that um, unemployment benefits were absolutely essential to cover the household expenses for 28% of people during the pandemic. But people still um, relied on their credit, taking out loans, um, SNAP food benefits or food banks. Um, and, and we also learned that um, 42% of people saw a reduction in employment. Um, either they were furloughed or had some kind of job loss reduction of hours. And so, um, but overall, their primary concern, 69%, was that they would contract COVID because it's such a it's such a um, a, a trickle down effect, right? It it isn't that they're just it's their primary health concern um, that it's that it's a health concern, but also that it affects then their unemployment and and how are they going to make ends meet? And so um, I, I think that the biggest takeaway that we need to remember is that. Um, these aren't people who are living extravagantly or that they can't budget effectively. There just isn't enough to budget. 
And so um, what we do is we call that the Alice population, which is um, asset limited, income constrained, but employed. So um, for lack of a better term, like the working poor. And so um, United Way has been doing a lot of things during this time, um, United Way of Acadiana and other United Ways across Louisiana to, um, to try to help fill the gaps. Um, day before yesterday, we did a um, mass food dr- uh, distribution at UL uh, Cajun Field in partnership with Second Harvest and UL, and we were able to give um, 115,000 pounds of food out. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, if you're lining up at 7 o'clock in the morning for a, for a food distribution that doesn't start until noon, I mean, you're in profound need. And, and, and I think for food that you don't even know what the food is, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and so I think that, I think we really need to, to, to remember that people are in, are in great need. We're also providing food to those, um, who are experiencing homelessness and people who are homebound, but aren't, don't fit into a Meals on Wheels program. So we're currently, uh, twice a week packing frozen food and delivering it to hotels and motels and then other places where people aren't able to get to food pantries and, 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 and get the things that they need. Um, so, so what we're really doing is using this survey to get the information that we need so that we know how to best serve, um, serve our population. You know, it's, it's sad because, you know, you took this survey during a time where not in addition to unemployment benefits that you would normally get, that number, $247 is the max benefit for state unemployment. But right now, yeah. there's that extra $600 of federal money injected per week. So that is making it, um, if you qualify for the whole thing, 847 And you're talking about people who are still having a hard time even with that. That is coming to an end mm-hmm. soon. How is United Way preparing for that to happen? Because... It almost seems like as we're talking about a second wave with the virus, it seems like we're going to be talking about a second wave of folks who have even fewer resources to pay the bills every month. Definitely. So um, so what we're doing is working with other organizations, ARCH, um, which is the Acadiana uh, Regional Housing Coalition, um, and, and other organizations, Second Harvest. Um, we're extending our VITA services, which is the volunteer income tax assistance, to make sure people have gotten their, also gotten their um, tax refunds. Um, you know, the, the deadline was extended to July of 16th. So we're making sure that we're extending that program. And, um, and we'll be also doing things like filling the gaps with school supplies. Um, we've been doing Learn United, which is a program, um, that, you know, kids have been out of school for, uh, a lot of the spring and they will be out for the summer. So in order to combat summer slide, which is when typically they're, they, they, um, forget information that they've learned throughout the year. Um, we have on the AOC, they can have programming. Um, from eight to two every single day. So they can um, just, you know, if parents are, are at home and working, but need their kids to be learning at the same time, they can um, put them in front of the AOC and, and still continue to get learning. And so we're also just trying to, to, um, to pivot when we need to. You know, I think that what United Way is really great at is being able to um, constantly pivot throughout a crisis like this and say, okay, this is the need now. Okay, we're going to fill that. And okay, now this yep. new need has developed. And then we we fill that. But I think also what we need to remember is that, you know, on a good day when there is no COVID and there's no 
there there are no you know additional pressures 40% of our households don't earn enough to cover basic expenses so while this is an exacerbated problem this is a problem that's like you know all the time it's a constant issue so um so we're doing what we can. We also appreciate any volunteers that are interested in helping out. We're, you know, like I said, we're doing food, um, food relief three days a week and, um, and really rely on our, on our, uh, volunteers to get that work done. Elsa Dimitriotis from United Way, thanks so much for your time, what you're doing, and keep us up to date when we could help you if you're thanks. doing another second harvest food drive, whatever we can do, you yeah. let us know because, uh, look, the need is there. That is no mm -hmm. secret. We thank you for your time today. Well, thank you so much. We can't do it without you. All right. Appreciate it. 748 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. I think it's so easy for us, you know, who still have a job yeah, or maybe working. have gone back. Right. Or maybe you're at least getting limited hours to have yeah. some sort of normalcy. But we really need to pay attention to those who have not. Um, yeah. Even in some situations where someone was already having a hard time making before. ends meet before all this. Yeah. And elderly uh, neighbors and family members and friends. Yeah, and especially what if you do live in a rural area, you don't have any gas money maybe right now, or you just never had a reliable form of transportation. Yeah. Um, there are so many different ways that we can help. Um, so we got to try to fill those needs to, to get it done. And I mean, you know, as she pointed out, you know, People go in at seven o'clock in the morning to wait in line. They don't know what kind of food they're going to be given, but they have nothing. I was about to say, it goes home. to show you how important it is. Yeah. Wow. And so, if you can help with Second Harvest by any means, um, you know, United Way is a, a, a conduit of that. Yeah. You know, all of the local groups are helping with one another to make sure that people are getting their needs met in a time when it's just. Um, it is beyond difficult for some people to put food on the table. I think so. Hey, don't forget about 311. That yes. is a line that is set up. Um, you can call it from anywhere. Um, if you are in Lafayette, 311, you dial that. They have people who are trained to put you in touch with all of these services, no matter what you need. And I think that will be one thing good that comes out of this. 311 has been around for years and years. But, you know, really becoming this, you know, pretty specific clearinghouse for all these services is really what they're all about and touch base with them that's why yes. we have it all right 750 now at news talk 96.5 kpel we'll uh touch base and maybe try to hop on the kpel topic train Sweet. after a quick break stay with us we're back after this i'm bernadette lee and you're listening to news talk 96.5 kpel Graham. KPEL Topic Train is running right on time. Driven by Bruce Hart Poche, LLP, Certified Public Accountants. All right, so it is Father's Day weekend. Bernie, I called it a holiday weekend earlier. I know you don't get an extra day of work, but it's it's a holiday. Well, it is for, for dads because y'all should be able to sit around and do nothing all weekend. Yep, so there are a lot of people who 
are so excited, like my kids, every single day this yeah. week, they have come home with some sort of card. Oh, um, that's so sweet. I just man. said, here's what I don't want for Father's Day. I don't <laughs> want anything to do. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I, I have killed three butterflies so far this summer. Uh, by accident. Okay. Okay. Because like, they you do that. They brought home the cocoon oh, in the jar. Yeah. And then I, you know what? It was when Layden was in the hospital. I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the radio. She was very concerned about the um, butterfly. Okay? Right. okay. The butterfly, we had been watching this cocoon for weeks. Okay. She's in the hospital. Yes. It emerges. Uh-huh. And guess what? what? It just lays out. I thought it was dead. Okay. And I might have put some lemon juice <laughs> oh! inside of it. Oh. And because I thought maybe it had a little diabetes, it needed a little bit of uh, <laughs> sugar to get going, you know? Lost Shelby. Mind. I even named the butterfly Shelby. Shelby. Drink your juice, Shelby. And so, guess what? Shelby yeah. died in the juice. Poor thing. Okay. You are hilarious. So, we have another butterfly right now that should be hatching soon. And I'm like, please don't make me take care of it. <laughs> like, I, I got the dog. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I feed the dog, I put the water, sure. I let the dog out the backyard to do its thing. Right. Okay. But I'm yep. not cut out for butterflies. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I want for uh And for that's Father's why Day. God gave you daughters. So, um, <laughs> there are a lot of people who Father's Day, it's, it's not a happy time because right. they reminded their dad's not yeah. here. Or their dad, yeah. even whether or not living or not here, or maybe you don't have that relationship, yeah. or maybe deployed. I mean, there's sure. so many I mean, different things. Yeah, a lot of scenarios. So there's this list going around. It's five things to do. You can't be with your dad this weekend. Number one, donate or volunteer your time to a charity. If there's nice. a charity or cause that your dad was always passionate about, make a donation in his name. Volunteer some of your time Spread this week, in. this weekend to do it. Number two, go to a place he liked or do something you always did together. Now, maybe your dad loved to go to a particular park or a particular right. restaurant. Okay. Um, or maybe I used to ride bikes together. Make some time to do that. Enjoy his favorite food or beverage. Mm-hmm. Make sure to do that. There was that one thing he'd always want to put on the grill. Do it. It's a great idea. Number four, create something his memory. Maybe plant a tree. Put some flowers in your yard. Maybe make a plaque you could put somewhere that you revisit every Father's Day. And number five, reach out to other dad figures in your life. You know, it doesn't have to be your biological father. True. There are some people who say, you know what? Their mom stepped up to be the dad if their dad wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Call her. Or maybe there's an uncle who was really instrumental in your life or a grandfather. Love it. Give him a call. It's an important day. You know, we got to say thanks to dads. There's a list of 25 dad songs. Okay. Would you like to know what the... <laughs> yes. The top five. Temptations. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Okay, great one. Bruce Springsteen, My Father's House. Oh, Eric yeah. Clapton, My Father's Eyes. The Game, Like Father, Like Son. And this is not a Father's Day song, but it's on the list, so I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Papa Don't Preach, Madonna. <laughs> wow. You okay. Know. There you go. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, that's there you different. Go. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. It's a... It's a Fun day. I'm excited. I'll be surrounded by kind of a limited family, and mm-hmm. it'll be a good time. It's Amen. good to all be together. Happy all right. Father's Day. You're a good guy. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. 7.57. Fox News commentary. A potential step forward on racial progress and police reform. More next. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. 
and we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Senate Republicans unveiled the Justice Act this week, a sweeping police reform bill in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. Here's lead sponsor Tim Scott. We're not a racist country. We deal with racism because there's racism in the country. He is uniquely positioned to help lead this legislative effort. And the bill that he and others have produced is sound. Does it do everything that everyone would like to see? No. Would I like to see more on qualified immunity reform, for example, holding certain police accountable? I would. But in a moment of national crisis and national unity of purpose, where most Americans agree something needs to change, a consensus bill is necessary. Compromise is essential. And the bill includes a number of ideas supported by Democrats. Nevertheless, so far their reaction has been negative, panning the bill as insufficient. The politicians in Washington need to decide. Do they want to make new law or do they want to argue and have a campaign issue? We'll see. That's your Fox News commentary. Home of the Rush Limbaugh Show in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette It's a must not read. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the Trump administration thinks of John Bolton's new book. Going to court today to block the ex-national security advisor who's very critical of his old boss, calling him unfit for office. The president calls Bolton a wacko. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo calls him a traitor. Fox's John Decker live in Washington. A federal judge has scheduled a hearing for this afternoon to decide whether the publisher of John Bolton's tell-all book, Simon & Schuster, must halt distribution of his memoir. The Justice Department claims the book contains classified information information that could jeopardize national security. The DOJ has asked U.S. District Court Judge Royce Lambert to issue a temporary restraining order to stop Bolton and his publisher from releasing it. Simon & Schuster said the attempt to block the nearly 600-page book would accomplish nothing because it has already been distributed ahead of Tuesday's planned release date. Dave? John, a new Fox poll has Joe Biden leading the president by 12 points. But Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale doesn't believe it and just told of Fox back in 2016. Most states like Michigan, Wisconsin, there was never one public poll that ever said we were winning. And guess what? The president won. Them. A big crowd is already gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the president's first rally since March tomorrow. In three hours, Garrett Rolfe, the now ex-Atlanta cop charged with murder in the shooting of Ray Shard Brooks, who resisted arrest, is going to court. Rolfe faces up to life in prison if convicted. Now, Officer Devin Brosnan also turned himself in on four charges, including aggravated assault for allegedly standing on Brooks' arms as he laid on the ground dying. He is free on bond. Fox's Brian Yenis outside Atlanta. Another Confederate monument was removed in Decatur after a judge okayed it. Also last night, protesters in Portland, Oregon, who burned flags, tore down a statue of George Washington, our first president. The sound from Garrison Davis by a story poll. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. 
Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. That new Fox poll on the presidential race that gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump also asked people about race. While just 18% of those polled said they participated in recent protests, 57% said they view the protests held after George Floyd's death favorably, while roughly the same amount disapproved of the president's response to the protests. A majority of those polled said they believe police brutality is a widespread problem, and while 46% do not support a reduction in police funding, 41% of those polled do. 67% of respondents said coronavirus and unemployment represent a major threat to the country's stability. 64% said racism does. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. There is another police shooting that's generating racial and anti-police protests, one you may not be as familiar with, in Denver. Say his name! Demonstrators upset with Denver DA Beth McCann, who didn't bring charges against cops in the deadly shooting of William DeBose on May 1st. Investigators say Denver police were chasing DeBose on foot after he got out of a car that was driving erratically. During the chase, DeBose pulled out a handgun, then he was shot. McCann says it was reasonable for the officer to believe his life was in danger. Not everyone agrees. Protest organizer Joel spoke with Fox 31. They will always defend the cops, and um, so what surprising, but it doesn't make it hurt any less. McCann plans to hold a community meeting next week. Rob Dawson, Fox News. Actor Ian Holm has died. You might remember him from Chariots of Fire. You also might likely better know him as Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings trilogies and the Hobbit movies. On Wall Street, stocks could surge to start the day. Dow futures are up more than 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecast are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today, just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills 
and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work. And 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyds of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halperin reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing the profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Another hot and relatively dry day across Acadiana this afternoon. Highs topping out in the lower 90s under partly cloudy skies. A pretty nice into the work week. Overnight lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear skies. And then for your Saturday, another nice day in store. Mainly sunny skies, some clouds in the afternoon, but otherwise staying dry. Only about a 10% chance of rain and a slightly higher rain chances as we head into your Father's Day. But all in all, not looking too bad. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 75 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Weather brought to you by Matthew James Financial. Wealth management and retirement planning, just a phone call away, 366-8366, News Talk 96.5, KPL, right now, traffic. We have a report of a fender bender this morning. It's on Beaubassin Road near East Gloria Switch Road. That's Beaubassin Road right near East Gloria Switch Road. Make sure you're buckling up. Keeping it safe out there today. Traffic brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. 
Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, helps to develop better people and better athletes through youth and high school sports. You can find out more at positivecoach.org.